This is Shelly Gandhi from CEPT Research and Development Foundation. And I'm Simon Hodgson, Executive Director of CoData. In this podcast series of Data for Resilient Cities, we bring to you the rich discussion of the continuous thrust for cities across the globe to be smarter and more sustainable by developing and implementing interdisciplinary big data technologies and their applications across various domains, especially using the special context in the current situation. Most of the major global challenges, including those of resilient cities, but also those that we're facing in the current context of the COVID pandemic, they have shown us just how important it is to have science-led policy And that science-led policy must rest upon good science and ultimately upon sound and reliable data. By all means, I'm sure that data has become the center for each and every decisions which have been taken. So how does this decadal program have its impact on resilient cities? So I'll explain a little bit about CoData and our context and about what we want to achieve with the Decadal Program. So CoData is part of the International Science Council. And the International Science Council has as its mission to advance science as a global public good and to reinforce the importance and the role of science in everyday life, in the future of the planet and in policymaking. And in designing its Action Plan, the International Science Council identified that one of the major challenges is the digital revolution, our use of it, and our response to it. And so they tasked CoData as their organization for data to prepare what we call a decadal program. So the title of that activity, of the decadal program, is Making Data Work for Cross-Domain Grand Challenges. And I think you can see in that title that what we want to achieve is to make it easier to access data, to use data and combine data, and so that we can understand and respond to the complex challenges that face humanity and the planet. And those include, of course, the current pandemic. They include climate change and our response to that, our mitigation of climate change. They're including things like the loss of biodiversity, the state of the oceans, all these complex systems which make the planet that we inhabit work and which we have to respond to. And of course, at the center of that is the issue of resilient cities, because an increasing proportion of humanity lives in these complex urban environments and through their everyday actions, through transport, through health, through energy consumption, through waste, through food consumption, etc., they lead complex lives and they also create data. And we can analyze that data to understand how these systems work and to propose solutions. So cities are an important test case 
for how we use the data revolution, how we use big data and how we analyze data to identify solutions. Indeed, data interoperability is an essential step to understand complex systems and to create knowledge needed to drive effective policies. This in turn allows a city to reach the required levels of sustainability and improve the living standard of citizens. More and more location-based solutions are coming into picture and data-driven urbanism has gained momentum and transaction as a promising response to the necessary translations towards sustainability, leading to improved cities' performance in line with the goal of workable development and the requirements of urban growth. Looking forward, uh, Simon, I would really like to know more about uh, how has this pandemic struck the impact of data-driven policies or the need for data for taking more informed decisions? The data about the way in which people live their lives that allow us to address the challenges. For example, about housing, about the density of living, about people's behaviors in particular social circumstances and the way that data, that um, the virus is transmitted. And obviously all the clinical data and the medical data. Clearly, if personal and private data is involved, those data can only be shared under controlled circumstances. But what we would argue is that we need to maximize the availability of those data for science so that we have an accurate picture of the pandemic and how it's developing and the interactions that lead to virus transmission or that prevent uh, virus transmission and that we can respond in terms of policy in as clear-sighted and as evidence-based a way as possible. So I think of course the COVID-19 pandemic has forced us to learn some important lessons about the relationship between science and policymaking and also has cast light on the role of data to underpin good science. But perhaps before I come back to the lessons learned from the pandemic, I'd like to stress that the issues of open data and open science and how we use data more effectively have been around for some time, at least since the emergence of the digital age, the development of the internet and then the web. For some time, scientists and social movements have been calling for more availability of data. And they've also been stressing that it's not simply enough to make data more available and accessible. We also need to pay attention to the usability of the data. So in recent years, there's been some important developments, such as this idea of fair data. And we've already used in our conversation these words like interoperability. Fair data and the fair data principles stress that data should be findable, that's the F, accessible, you should be able to access it with human, um, as a human or using your computer code, that it should be interoperable. And that means that we should be able to more easily combine data from different sources to understand a complex problem and it should be reusable. We should know how to reuse the data and what processes the data has gone through, where it came from, how it was created, 
all that sort of information, which we call provenance. So the fair data principles have been very influential. So how do you, Charlie, see in the context of these changes of the digital revolution, of the emergence of fair data and ideas of, of open science, how do you see that affecting cities? And what are we trying to do in this podcast series to cast light on the way cities can and perhaps should use data more effectively? I'm really looking forward to this podcast series and hearing from the experts from around the world and from India on their research in urban domains and on resilient cities. Thanks, Simon, uh, for asking this question, because it's very important for the cities to look at the current data and predict how the future should be. So it's interesting to see that cities are taking steps and actions to move ahead and become more resilient and sustainable. We bring together a podcast series which comprises of 12 episodes. In this series, we learn from global experts about the need of escalating interdisciplinary collaboration to address the complex issues evolving along the time. It's very evident that with the progress in various domains and technology, it's the need of the time that cities also move ahead towards digitization. So in this series, we offer a rich collection of conversations, case studies, and audio essays by eminent thinkers, practitioners, public decision makers, and policy advocates. Recall and reflect discuss critical issues and point out the way forward. The episodes engage with large and fundamental concepts of interoperability, data sharing for interdisciplinary studies within and across various domains of resilient and healthy cities. Mm -hmm.